Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. Hey guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. This is episode number 402. I'm Frank. I got Mike here with me. Mike, what's going on? Frank, I have a hypothetical I for you. you would. I had a feeling you, gate. I could see in your eyes you had something yeah, you wanted you to ask me. you saw me researching over here. So, yeah. I love these things. They're all over social. We see them on Instagram. I saw this one on Instagram. It was uh, from the handle two inches short. Okay. All right. They said, uh, hypothetically, let's say Tiger comes back and wins his record-breaking 19th major without thinking. He just throws the balls in the gallery. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. He's I know. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Uh, he goes, you're lucky enough to catch it. Now he wants it back. What do you want in return? Now, this is interesting because it's just coming off the heels of the recent story. A few weeks ago, Tom Brady threw a 600 touchdown pass. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Throws the ball. The, the, the receiver throws the ball in the crowd like he usually does. Um, I did hear an update to that story because originally he was getting some signed memorabilia. Tom Brady's now giving him a Bitcoin, which is now valued at like 70 grand per. So he's tossing the guy a Bitcoin. Nice. So that, that level's That's a nice tip. That's a nice tip, right? Yeah. Because that 600 ball is going to be worth something. Now, this... I got to think it's going to be just as high a value, if not more, because that ball I heard is right. going to fetch like 500 to 900 k at auction. I could see that. I mean, Tiger's you talked major about his his putter fetching a million. Right. This is millions. This is more. I think this is more. Tiger breaking it more. So to come back to the question, he wants the ball back. What do you want in return? I think there's there's always something about the idea of blackmailing one of your heroes that makes me a little bit uh yeah not not feeling. But com- he's open for it. I mean, this is him saying. What do you want, man? What do you, what do you want? want? I'll what give you, you whatever want? you want. Jeez. I, I mean... It's hard. I know. I almost feel like I'd be like, can we get a round? Okay. Let's get a round in. So you're thinking a round... I mean, I get it. Augusta. You'd be comfortable for a while with, with money. But, uh, you know, you only live once. You I, don't take your money with you. Exactly. It's experiences, right? Exactly. I, I kind of feel like I'd be like, hey, mm. can we get a round at Augusta together? Yeah. Imagine that. Right. I, I think or if that's... you wanted Augusta, be like, stick around. Play tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. What okay. would you do? I mean, I'm very similar. I mean, um, I, I, this guy writes in the comments, just give it back. <laughs> that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, and there's a part, part of me that wants like, to. Karma is just being like, yo, man, like, I know. You're, you're a big hero of so, mine. You're part of why we do what we do. Here's the ball back. Enjoy. I'd love to hear your guys' response, but I think I'm right there with you. I think that, I mean, money didn't even enter the brain. I just instantly thought of playing with him, getting a lesson with him, having lunch with him. Yeah. Like, the intent, you know, like that stuff is like, you know, I, I think I go, listen, do what you got to do, Tiger. Set it up. Let's go up. Just fly fly me down to Augusta. Let's play around and let's just story tell throughout the round with me about this place. I almost feel like if you were kind enough to just give it back, he'd probably offer one of those things. There's no doubt that he would hook it up. You know what it makes me think of, though? What? I mean, you're, you're a big Seinfeld guy. It makes me think of the Armani suit. The Mendy's? Yeah, where he, he yeah. says he's uh, just yeah Tell no you. buy me lunch buy me lunch this is not my lunch you yeah, know what I mean yeah. that's it yeah it's an Armani this is the meal go to Mendy's this, this right. is the meal this is this the, the meal. meal yeah you're absolutely right soup right you're absolutely right but then again you don't know look at Tom Brady signed helmet I'd be like yeah you can have this back yeah I mean I I hear you it's it's nice but right you could you could take the ball you're Tom Brady <laughs> I guess I mean it would be we can all think hypothetical until you've got that thing in your actual possession and you've got people offering you six figures for it I guess it I guess that's where it, it yeah. really shows what you're made of if you're just going to be like just give up that money yeah I mean we need the money a lot more than Tiger does right right it's a tough one it's a tough one. I'll tell you what, let us know what you guys would do. Yeah, let us know. Drop a comment. Uh, leave us a message on our on our uh, Golf Easy Clubhouse community on Leveler. 
we'll get a conversation going. I'd love to hear it. Uh, speaking of dropping a comment, by the way, if you guys uh, haven't already noticed, we've got a new home for the podcast on YouTube, a brand new channel that we launched. Uh, effectively, just trying to tidy things up a little bit. The Golf is a YouTube channel. We've got a lot of big things planned, and we just wanted to keep it a little more you, organized. You know, it was like she was she was growing up. We kicked her out. We <laughs> said, you got to get out of the house. It's time to go on your own platform. It was and time. Just let it her, was time. the wings refresh fly a, little a little bit. bit you know, yeah. we wanted because we're going to do a lot of fun new video things, and we just didn't want to muddy the waters. Plus, we want to do more with the podcast. Exactly. You know, it's a big thing that we want to do. So we wanted to have its own kind of place that it could just be its thing mm -hmm. do its thing so we've got a brand new channel uh we'll link to it like i know some of you listen to it and occasionally watch it or vice versa so if you're a listener and you're like i'm not seeing it on the channel where do i find it there's a brand new channel we'll link to it in the show i think notes. you are going to want to start watching if you're a listener though yeah we got big plans big plans big plans to bring a whole new visual experience to the show there you go you know and and of course I know a lot of you. You're 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 you love the audio, the listening. Mm -hmm. We're not leaving you out in any way. We're going to continue to do what we do, but we just want to grow and and just kind of do some things that we've been dying to do. Yeah, with the show. That's, that's so we're we're working here in the office as we get into these colder months. We've got a little more time here in the office. We're going to be doing a big refresh. So stay tuned because we've got a lot of a uh, lot of exciting things coming. Um, Speaking of which, in, in a minute, we're going to dive into our instruction segment. We like to do a little instruction segment on as many of these shows as we can. Like I said, if we learn something, we try to bring it to you guys. And one big thing, I mean, we all want to get more distance. I, I have personally picked up more distance on my drives this season than I have in any previous year. Just it's not I find it's not big things. It's not like these aha moments where it's just like you do one thing and all of a sudden you pick up 30 yards mm -hmm. i find that it's all these little pieces and understanding like the mechanics and then just tr slowly trying to work them in because i mean we all know swing changes take time it takes time to develop and and i'm really been bigger and bigger into this whole feel versus real thing yep. where on a feel standpoint you really exaggerate the movement because you're not going to end up doing that when there's a real ball there and you're really swinging, you know? So it's just, if you can feel like a, a big feeling and then when you, when you go to do it, if a little bit of that gets incorporated, you get more out of it. Yeah. So we're going to talk about one drill that you can do that kind of like really feels what it feels like to use that ground force. And ground force is, is something that we're seeing become more and more kind of, the language that we're speaking as amateurs too, whereas I feel like before it was really resigned for some of your best players and, and it, it's huge with the whole long drive community. But as we start to get these more high tech lessons get available to us and we're, we're using things like swing cat, or we did uh, the salted golf where you have in your shoes, you have effectively little force plates that are in there as insoles mm -hmm. and you're measuring these things. And you start to realize how you can use that ground force to get more out of it. One of the craziest things was I remember Mike when we were we were doing that lesson uh, out in Connecticut at the the golf performance yes. center, mm -hmm. and they were talking about how they got a, a long drive guy through there, and uh, he was able to put seven hundred pounds of force into the ground during his swing. And Jeez. the nice part about the ground is it's not going anywhere. Whatever you put in, it's pushing back with that equal force, right? right? Okay, so you're not pushing the earth down, moving right. us off our, our axis here. Mm -hmm. So he was able to, I mean, a guy who only weighs like three, you know, less than 300 pounds is able to amplify his, his weight and push down into the ground and push that kind of force. I'm not saying that, I mean, this is simple physics. He didn't weigh that much, but I'm saying similar to like how you can, you know, squat press more than you weigh. 
you're pushing that into the ground. And by doing that, the ground's going to push back and you can use that energy that gets stored in that and put it into your swing. And it does tre- tremendous things for the, how far you can hit the ball. Using that ground, man. Those, so those long drive guys, they, they... Oh, they're incredible at it. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it and we'll talk about how you see it, but like you, you see you know their what? slow motion swings. They're like almost off the ground. Yes. It's because they've pushed so hard into the ground. I mean, guys, even on tour like this, I'm thinking of Justin Thomas, Bubba Watson, who, who've had yeah, on the show. They're like airborne. They're, yeah, they're all, literally off the ground. Now, I'm not saying for you guys to take it that far because it takes it takes a lot of of work to be able to control that. But right. if you can introduce a small element of it, just a couple more you know, pounds of, of pressure that you can put into it, you'll be surprised at how that translates to swing speed and the force that you can enact on the ball. It's insane. It's insane. And, and we don't, I've never think about ground. I mean, we've did that swing cat. Uh, and that's where you start to see it. You start, you start to, to visualize it. the ground forces. So an amateur golfer like us who who don't do this, are we generating about the same as our weight? Like, what's our what's our force? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I'm I'm no. So that's something we should go measure. I know, I know. but I think anything that you can measure, you've heard this before. You can improve. Yep. And I think as that's we true. start to have these tools become available to us, like the the force plates that like the salted, it's because uh, the reality is. A swing cat, swing catalyst, that, that that mat that you stand on that measures the ground forces, um, very expensive. It's like a twenty thousand dollar unit. Yeah. But a lot more and more coaches are having it, so they can put you on that. Or there are these technology, like I think salted only costs like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, if that and right. it measures similarly. So obviously not to the same amount that a twenty thousand dollar unit would, but it gives you an idea. But once you start to measure that you can start to work on seeing where your baseline is and improve it. And there's things that can improve it. General mm-hmm. fitness being, you know, stronger. I mean, a lot of these, these long drive guys and the guys on tour, they're putting a lot of time and energy into their fitness. Um, but I think what comes back to something we talk about here on the show so often is just understanding it. And I think that's why we don't leverage it as your everyday golfers, because we're not even aware of it. Mm. It's something True. that the best players and the best coaches are more cognizant of than we are. Like we're doing it because obviously we're standing, we're applying force into the ground, but because we're not thinking about how that enacts on our golf swing, we're not looking to optimize it. But Makes once sense. you become aware of it, you start optimizing. Right, absolutely. Right. So yeah. I think that's where we can dive into it a little bit more. Okay. All right. Looking forward to that. Yeah. So we're going to do that in a minute. Um, before we do, the other thing I want to point out, guys, if you haven't already joined our community on Leveler, our clubhouse community, give it a look. We can do. A, we have a free trial. You can get in for, I think it's two yeah, weeks two free weeks. trial. Uh, and it's just been such an awesome, growing community. Yeah. And we're in there. We are. Uh, it's a direct line of messaging to us. And we're trying as often as we can get available to be in there. And we're trying to do a, like weekly Q&As and some exclusive content. But more importantly, I just want to say it's just a fun group to be in. And although there's a small fee as a subscription fee, every dollar of that goes back towards contributing how we make the content that we make. So anything from travel series to anything that we do, we're taking this and we're, we're using it. Basically, you're helping support us being able to do these things and bring you guys more content. So you're supporting the content while at the same time being an integral part of it because in the community, that's where we're talking about and asking, hey, what do you want to see? What courses do you want us to film? Right. Who do you want to see it. on the podcast? Mm-hmm. I mean, we it's literally a group chat 
and we're all going back and forth. It's, it's been a great community, and, and everyone in it has just been awesome. It's so been I'm, fun. I'm having a blast. It's fun. We have a, uh, we have, we're doing a Q, another Q&A today, Yep. so I'm excited about that yeah, stuff. So go to uh, golfacy.com slash clubhouse for all the information on how you can get signed up, uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's like the cost of a cup of coffee a month, and uh, you get to be in there, and it's, it's, it's a really fun private community. All right, let's do a quick uh, word from our sponsors, Mike, and then we're going to dive into this instructional segment. I want to really, you know, no pun intended, dig in yes. to how you can use those ground forces. So let's do a word from our sponsor. We'll hop right into it. All right, we want to thank Titleist for sponsoring this episode. The TSI driver offers players two distinct ways to take advantage of their most advanced metal lineup ever. Uh, you could find the one that fits you and experience what it's like to step up to every T ready to perform. You got to check out the TSA lineup, TSI lineup of drivers. Frank and I, we, we've been to, you know, fitting out two years on it. Mm-hmm. It's like our, the most favorite club in our bag, the way that we're hitting the ball, the way that we're controlling it. I'm now hitting a draw. Yeah. I'm hitting a fade when I want to draw. I'm getting more distance than ever because I have a driver that's fit for me. Best driver hands down I ever owned in my life. I'm sure you can say the same. 100% hitting more fairways than ever before. And I absolutely love all of the premier shafts that you can combine the heads with. You dial it in just right with the right shaft and that TSI 2, TSI 3, head that's why the fitting is so important man once you get that thing dialed confidence through the roof through the roof and talk about a sound it just sounds like a rocket ship when you hit it you know aesthetically pleasing as well i mean guys check it out go to titleist.com or check out a local fitter near you and get fit today Yes, and we also want to thank FootJoy. FootJoy sets the standard for golf shoe performance and style in 2021 with the all-new Premier Series, inspired by golf shoes of the past, but supercharged for today's game. They design these in collaboration with some of the world's best players, and that's what's so great with FootJoy. They they are working directly with everyone from the best players down to your everyday golfers like us that they're getting feedback that goes into these shoes. But players like Justin Thomas, Adam Scott, Max Homa, the Premier Series, it's that classic styling. It's got the premium waterproof leathers. And great details that just exude craftsmanship. Uh, They're my favorite shoe. I've got them in in a couple different colors. I wore them for the Vermont series. Uh, There are some of the only golf shoes that I can say I consistently wear 36 rounds and uh, 36 holes and no problem whatsoever. The comfort, the traction, it's all there. And it's complemented that that stated that all of that great design and those that classic style is complemented by the state of the art comfort and the performance features like that Versa Track plus outsole. So you can learn more about the Premier series by going to foot joy.com and guys i'm going to tell you a little tip these things have been hot if there's a color you like order it right away yeah because they have been hot and they've been sold out and i i ordered my whites i all white foot joy premieres and it took like a couple weeks or or so to come in Mm -hmm. so if you've got your big trip or something coming up and you want to look fresh for it order in advance that's it man that's, Get that's on just it. my own personal little tip for you guys um the other one the guys don't i don't want you to miss out on this shot scope shot scope has been a, a longtime sponsor and supporter of the show we love them we use their products every time we're out on the golf course whether it's the v3 gps stat tracking watch or the laser rangefinder the pro l1 they're in our bags we're using them all the time we rely on them and here's the best part the pricing right now, Mike, is literally when they sent us this. I said I literally t- emailed back and said I just want to make sure this isn't a typo and that we're allowed to talk about this mm-hmm. before I, I say anything because this is, I mean, incredible. It is the V three GPS watch. Get this, hundred and seventy nine ninety nine for this holiday season. That was the old price of the G three. It 
the yeah, one that didn't have yeah, stat tracking. without the stat tracking. Exactly. And the G3 is down to $129.99. I'm Jeez. thinking immediately, gift for golfers, you know, and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Because the nice part, too, is all of these are no subscription fees. That's right. Fees. That's the best. So you get this as a gift for, for a golfer in your life. Buy it for yourself. You know you've bought it. You're done. The range finder, the, the Pro L1, $169.99. Oh, stop it now. Right? Come and on. this thing has got, you know, slope calculations, yeah. everything that, that pin, pin lock, lock vibration. It's got the multi. Yep. It's, it's just... It is. It's amazing how much is packed into this rangefinder for that price. So now's the time. I mean, get it. Uh, the V3 GPS watch, especially, that has been like the marquee for us. Uh, I love the fact that I'm getting all of that laser-like accuracy of a GPS numbers on my watch. It gives you front, back, middle, as well as to hazards. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also tracking each shot. And I think one of the features you and I love to do so much is last, last shot. shot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about it earlier. With you, the hit a big one. you hit a big one. You can just, <clears throat> when you get to your ball, you click the button and it'll tell you exactly how far you hit it. Instant feedback of how far you instant hit it. gratification your own shot link with yeah. you out there it's, it's great it's great so you guys got to give them a look go to shotscope.com slash golficity stock up before this holiday sale is over uh these are prices honestly i haven't seen before and i don't know if we're gonna see again so you gotta make sure you grab them now go to shotscope.com slash golficity all right guys back to the show all right, so we want to talk about this. We want to dive into this ground force. And when we talk, think about power in our swing. A lot of us as golfers, we think about you know nor- normal stuff for, for power, physical strength, speed of our turn, uh, equipment, you know, the power that we can generate from, the, from the, the combination of the heads and the shaft and all that stuff. But we're missing out on like one big vital opportunity, like I said earlier, is first being aware of it. And that's that ground force mm-hmm. to use to get more speed. And again, I think this is a thing where golfers in general are all benefiting from this becoming more available and aware to your regular golfers. I think this is something that's, although science is definitely improving this and we're seeing even at the highest level, golfers are taking advantage of this, but I think it was something that was only really aware at the, at the highest levels where they were really honing in and measuring and 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 things like that their ground forces and, and working specific you know we've had um recently we we, we did that podcast with 18 strong and we're seeing mm-hmm. more and more of these i don't i want how i want to think about them like uh they're like athletic kind of programs that are designed in a way that help golfers with the types of things that we do out there and one of those i'm, I'm seeing more and more golfers are working on like their vertical jump and, and things like that because you're starting to realize that as you push down on the ground the ground pushes back and you can use that power well, that's interesting in yeah. your rotation mm-hmm. so we're seeing that i mean i love watching you know checking every once in a while like a guy like justin thomas story on instagram yeah and you'll see the workouts he's doing mm-hmm. and it's nothing crazy like squatting big big you know amount of weights he's doing like the bands the resistance and he's working on ways that like very focused to how that it enacts in different forces in the golf swing oh big time big time those guys are doing crazy things in the gym and and it reminds me of the time we speaking of golf performance center they had the vertical leap thing yeah i had to try yeah so now i know why that's there now you know because you wonder like why do i need to jump high right you're like (laughs) this is not a basketball facility but you know what you'd be surprised at how many and this is why i i like to see especially from a young age um guys you know athletes who are aspired to, to play golf guys and gals who aspire to that playing multiple sports because the, the how things transfer from one to the other is, i'm finding more and more it's just more and more examples of it and we'll talk about that in a second i want to talk about an example in basketball that can help give you a visualization mm. of how it would work 
in in golf but the the ultimate thing is the ground it can help you generate more speed because you have the opportunity to push off the ground while you're swinging down for through impact and you know it's it's a good example we'll talk about multiple sports one good example is you and i we both played baseball for a lot of years Right. right think about when a Baseball player steps into the box. One of the first things they do is they take, you know, their trail foot and dig, dig it, in, it in. Yep. You know, and you dig in because you know that as you swing, you're you're going to be pushing down in the ground, and you want to make sure you have a nice secure base that's going to push back. Right. And you're using that power. And I'm a, again, I'm no scientist how the exact physics work, but the reality is, you push into the ground, that ground is going to push back. So they're using that leg to generate the force, and they're digging in now. Other than maybe in a bunker, as golfers, we can't do that. We can't dig a hole with mm-hmm. our foot before we swing. But it's why we do rely on the traction that we get from like our shoes and things like that, because we want to make sure that we got traction when we go to, to yeah. enact those forces, because mm-hmm. they are big forces. But I think that's the most important thing is just first in understanding that force. And then you can put it to your advantage. Yeah. And by the way, you just brought me back to a very dark place when you talked about the batter's box, because the last competitive baseball game ever played in i failed to dig into the sand and on the pitch i i uh my foot um didn't dig and i totally blew up my knee and tore my acl and i blacked out at the plate and and this was we're going 20 something years ago i still haven't repaired the acl (laughs) the only surgery they did was to take the 18 broken kneecap uh fragments out so the doctor's like you can live the rest of your life with with the ligament like this just keep your legs strong i'm like all right just keep your legs i didn't dig into that ground and because of that i totally i overextended it and you just brought me back there for a second. Sorry. Oh, well, I didn't mean to take you down that <laughs> trauma. <laughs> you know, but, but interesting fun fact, the at-bat before that, I hit a grand slam. So I went out. I struck out on the third pitch that I busted my, my knee. It was a strike three. The one before was a grand slam. Okay. So never, that's a great part of the story. You can remember that part. Right, right. But if nothing else, it shows you how much force we are generating. Yeah. If you're generating so much force with your turn that you that can I'm actually- busting my kneecap open? Right. Yeah. It shows you. And it's, and golf, similarly, I mean, I, I laugh now at people who used to joke that you know golf was not a sport. Play it a little bit and realize how much force it puts on your body. Huge. And this is why we talk about here on the podcast often, we talk about, you know, different things you can do to keep your body in shape and, 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 and moving and limber because I think the recipe for injury is what a lot of us do, which is hop out of the car cold and go start taking some driver swings. From the car, par from the car. Par from that's the car. If right. you, you're lucky enough to get we've the done it. from the car. You know, we've done it. Mm-hmm. So, But that's what I mean. Like you, you, you really, a lot of things you're doing there that you could injure yourself. But Again, go back to the fundamentals. One big one, and again, I, I know we have a range of different abilities, golfers who listen to the show. Uh, so for some of you, this may seem like commonplace, uh, but for, for some of our newer golfers, one big common error is not having enough knee flex. Mm-hmm. Now, if mm-hmm. you think about it, if your knees are straight, think of it almost like a spring. And if a spring is like fully extended, it's got no more ability to push down on the ground, right? But as it starts to... to you know, bend and flex. Now it's pushing a little bit. Right. Same thing with your legs. If you were standing there, take take the extreme and try to take a golf swing with your your legs pin straight. You have no ability to push anymore. You're straight. In order to push, you have to be able. You have to get those those knees flexed a little bit. And where I'm thinking about this is, and, and where the power can be generated. Think about like a free throw in basketball. And think about if you tried to do that with legs straight, no bend in the knees whatsoever, you would have to get the ball there with just your arms. Right. Right. Which is possible because it's not a very long shot, but that's why coaches will teach using your knees. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot 
lot less effort in the upper body if the knees are able to push down on the ground, which pushes back, and then you can you can throw that ball. Now, I'm not talking about you know, a lot of shots, jump shots. You got to jump up over someone to shoot, but there's no one in front of you on a free throw, right? You got to just do it. But you, you, taking it with a completely locked straight knees is, right. is not going to be easy. Same thing with a golf swing. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to maintain your knee flex so that you have that ability and there's a place to go for, for basically generating that force and pushing down and the earth kind of push back against you. Um, but where we find this is most essential is really going to be off the tee. Um, that's where you're going to be using the ground forces the most. That's where the most focus is going to be. That's where you have the opportunity to use the most. The, the, the ball is teed up. Use the only shot really where you're hitting up on the ball a little mm-hmm. bit and you can start to really take advantage of that ability of that springboard and pushing up and, and hitting into and, you know into the ball and you'll just drive the ball so much further. Um, it's funny seeing Molinari in this article because I was my I instantly thought of him. Yeah, because I noticed on the range he does this crazy drill where he's just swinging and like jumping at the jumping. End. Yeah, and that's the drill we're going to talk about. Okay, because that's there that feel that you want. Got it. And this is this is where like that visualization can really help. You look at, at Molinari, and this is by the way, I still can't get over with you, the fact that you can always recognize a golfer just without it seeing his face i yeah that's the, i mean i come on, i played 18 holes with the guy yeah but you do this we did that remember we Nike, did that shadow thing where that, I, I had shadow cutouts of all the, the, the silhouette golf, game the silhouette and you were guessed who they were i don't I know why you're so good at this but well, you i saw are. the nike logos i thought the callaway that was, bag uh, casey i thought that was paul casey at first but now that i'm looking at it you're right that's definitely molinari yeah yep but this is why, too, you want to go to the show notes because you can see some of these visuals yep. or make sure you know, you're watching the show if you can on, on YouTube, Facebook Watch, or on Golficity or in the Golficity app uh, because some of the times visualization, I can try to explain it as best as I can, but visualization goes a long way in being able to see it. But um, think about how this works in, in a practical application. Um, talking about driver, let's say you start with your knees with the appropriate amount of flex. You also don't want to flex too much, mm-hmm. but you start with that appropriate amount of flex. You make that backswing. You want to just stay balanced. We talked about this before. Balance, balance, balance. As soon as you get off balance, things like swaying and stuff like that, you're going to lose consistency. You're going to lose power. So I think having that little bit of knee flex also helps with c- creating a balance situation. Yep. And then as that downswing starts, that aggressive turn, and this is where the knees are still staying flexed, but as you start to, your hips start to open up, and as that downswing develops, you push off the ground, you notice your legs start to straighten. Mm-hmm. Now again, if your legs are straight to start with, they'd have nowhere to go. So that flex gives them somewhere to go, and, the, and as all that ground force is being pushed back, and you're, you're almost, that's a spring effect, you're starting to straighten your legs, and that really speeds up your turn. And yeah. that's what it's about. Interesting. Yeah. You know, we want to hit the ball further. We got to turn. We right. Turn. Absolutely. And and that that effect creates that that you know that better turn. Um. So you know, it's not something you want to force. If you do force it, it's very possible you end up straightening your legs too early, and that's where you end up with that dreaded topping the ball. Mm-hmm. It's more so again being aware of it. Um, and not not necessarily overdoing it, just introducing a little bit more of this at a time to get to the level where you see Justin Thomas, Bubba Watson, they're literally off the ground. That that it takes amazing amount of, of practice and time, an amazing amount of coordination. There's certain things I'd say, unless you're a long drive hitter, you know, yeah. reserve that for the the reason these guys are the, are in the zero point zero one percent of golfers, right? Exactly, but it doesn't mean you can't do a part of it. Mm-hmm. Introduce some of it into your golf now, swing. Yeah. So let's talk about that drill. Yeah, I want to talk about it because, like, because you notice not... I was doing it in the sim before we went. 
No. Were I you? Just, I snuck over right before we went it live here. I went over, snuck over to the sim and I started I'm going to be doing it. You got to try it. I'm going to try it. As soon as this wraps up, you're going to get over there and you're going to try it. I am. But the drill is kind of simple. And this is, a, a again, it's a field drill. If you guys are aware at all of anything with any field drills, you see them a lot on Instagram and people putting them out there. It doesn't mean you want to replicate the exact same thing with your real swing. A field drill is all about exaggerating the motions. And we see all the best golfers. You see Tiger has field drills. Mm -hmm. um, things that exaggerate the motion to really lock it in with the mind so that you get a, an element of it in your real swing. I like it. Right? Mm -hmm. But here, what you can, you can actually do, and do this without a ball. Because you don't want the ball there because then it becomes more real. It's a feel thing. But with, and, and especially when you, when you take out the idea of the worry in your mind of, of, of trying to make good contact, you can be a little freer in your motion. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is without a driver, you, you know, with, you know, simply you take your driver, you can even do it without a driver, but without a ball, more importantly, and pretend like you're about to hit your shot, take that big backswing. But then as you, for righty dro uh, golfer, as you rotate left, extend your legs and, and think of yourself as almost launching, almost jumping like that, like that, like a little free throw jump shot uh -huh. type of thing. Get that feel of what it feels like to come up and, and use the ground force, push off the ground to the point where you almost, if you want to take it really crazy far, you can literally jump. You know, yeah, feel yeah. what it like to That's just so getting a feel of what it feels like your legs pushing into the ground, the ground pushing back, and it, it's causing you to, to kind of launch up. Then, after you've got that feeling, you could do a couple of those, introduce the ball, and now you're not going to jump because you're going to miss the ball. That's the reality. Right. But, but you feel some of that, some element of that pushing up through the driver as you turn. And it, again, it is going to come take a lot of practice. You got to get the timing right. It, as I said before, if you try to force it, what's going to happen is you're going to extend too early. You're going to miss the ball. So, But it's more so getting the feel of what it feels like to create a faster, more powerful rotation by using the by taking that bend in your knees, pushing down, and that, st that starts to straighten up, and you're kind of coming up and hitting that ball. And you can... You can get a lot of power out I'm of it. I'm sure you can. I mean, do you think like, forget about any type of health limitations, do you think like anyone who could put a decent swing on a, on a golf ball has the ability to hit the ball 300 yards? No. No. I, I don't think anyone does. No. Okay. Because they're- Let's throw that out the window then. Let's, let's be real. I mean, I, I think- Body size. I'll put myself in that condition. I think myself with my back issues has a certain limit that I can do. Got it. Like for example, a 300-yard drive, I, I think it's kind of like shooting, breaking 80. There's maybe 10, 15% of golfers that do it. Okay. I think the same with a 300-yard drive, and I'm perfectly happy driving the ball 265. Right. You know what I mean? And playing the right tees. Of course. But what I'm saying is, for example, I, I maybe maybe I'm, I'm saying it a little bit wrong in, in that you did say, like, if you don't have physical limitations. Yes. But what is a physical limitation? It could be your total body size. That's true, that. too. That could but be then again, you get a guy like... Uh, I, I'm Tom, to, like JT. Like or Zalatoris. Right. I could pick him up. Right, because that guy's so that light. But but he's but he's, he's doing so, all these things. He's doing it, everything so right, and he's so coordinated. He turns. So That's much. just it. If but anybody's me, doing anything, everything right, then they it, might right. But your body has to be able to do everything. <laughs> That's right. That's true too. And there's going to be limitations. I and you could say you can make the case that with a, a, the proper amount of time spent with stretching and in the gym, you can get your body there. Yeah. But like for example, I'm got to be real with myself. I think is I think where you avoid injury is by being realistic. And my realistic is I can only turn so far and I've got back injuries that start to uh -huh. aggravate. So I only turn as far as I can comfortably without hurting myself. Right. So you don't have the rubber band ability to fire off that, that long right. drive. Right. That long, that where I need to get a little bit more rotation, a little bit more push. Right. But I can still 
maximize the amount of rotation and push I can do within my limits of not injuring myself. There you go. Okay. Right. And I think that's what it comes down to yeah. is maximum. And, and where, where we're leaving gains on the table is when we're not aware of this and we're not kind of going to the max that we can go before we cross that threshold into possible injury. Right. So I, I think, you know, that's what it comes down to is getting used to it and, and, and just maximizing what you've got and what you can do. Um, I think where we start to go off the rails is when we try to do something we're seeing on TV and we take it too far. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where, as you said, it's a good point to bring up because we don't want anybody injuring themselves, taking it too far, injuring yourself or something like that, or creating other issues. You know, if you don't have, if you don't have certain elements in your swing, like swinging harder is only going to expose those. Right. You know, I, right. I know. I mean, we talk about it here all the time. We're real golfers. We're 10, 15, 12 handicaps. We bounce back and forth. Uh, the reality is we don't do everything perfectly. And because of that, we hit the ball better when we kind of slow things down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think it's when you try to speed up, you lose fundamentals that, that, are key for for good ball striking yeah. balance balance things like that right when we try to ramp it up certain things go out the window mm -hmm. whereas your best golfers they're going ramped up but they still maintain all their key fundamentals yeah it's kind of like tiger said mm -hmm. he's like he's like swing as hard as you can so long as you can still hit the center of the golf face the face of the club tiger's dad tiger's dad told him yeah, that and then right. he kinda, you know yeah but i i think that's so true i get it yeah because think about it i mean that's where a lot of us lose distance too it's like whoa i got i got 110 mile an hour swing speed and i'm only hitting it this far well because at 110 miles an hour you're a little off balance and you're not hitting the sweet spot you're out a little towards the toe or the heel right, right. and so that's where your smash factor goes down because you're not you're, you're creating a ton of club head speed but you're not transferring it to that's the ball. where every fitting or lesson i go to they scratch their head and go i'm looking at your club head speed but looking at your total carry and right something's not adding and up. that's where sometimes we are pushing ourselves to try to maximize one number like i could, if i need to hit it further i got to get more club head speed in reality we can get a lot more bang for our buck by just making better center face contact exactly right, right? <laughs> so then once you get that center face contact now slowly introduce these things work on them again slowly so that you don't lose that mm -hmm. and then the gold standard is now you've got the power from a really strong powerful rotation and you're still hit making center face contact then we put you on the long drive circuit. There you go. Yeah. My dream come true. There it is. <laughs> but hey, try it. Try this little drill. If for nothing else, it'll, it'll give you a feeling like about your knee bend and about that force and and, and turning. Um, but just like I said, don't take it too far and try to do it with a real swing and you're hopping off the ground and you're topping the ball. At that point, don't blame us. Yeah, don't blame us. <laughs> we told, we forewarned not. you. Anyway, that's everything we have for you guys this week. You can get to the show notes by going to golfacy.com slash episode 402. Make sure you check us out on our new Golf House, uh, Golf Vicity Clubhouse community on Leveler. You can go to golfvicity.com slash clubhouse to join that. And if you haven't already do, done so, do us a huge favor. Subscribe to our brand new golf podcast YouTube channel. We're going to be doing a lot of fun things with that really soon. And we're going to be working hard to build that channel up so that we can reach even more of you with these shows that we try to do you know, week in and week out, try to bring you the best we possibly can. Absolutely. All right. That's everything we have for you guys. We'll see everybody again next week.